Hi, my name is Rhonda Minga, and I would like to welcome you today to Freedom Ministries in Crossed, Arkansas. I invite you to connect with us online at freedomministriescrossed.com. Now let's take the time to pray before we tune in to today's message. Lord, I lift you up, and I just pray that you draw us by your Spirit. I pray that you show us your Word. You give us great and mighty revelations of who you are and how you want to move in and through us. Lord, be with these people as they tune in now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You know, this is the day that we celebrate the birth of Jesus. This is his birthday. It's a birthday party. I've never really seen it like I did a while ago. I was sitting over there, and it's like heaven. Even though we don't know the actual day that Jesus was born, you know, the devil's hid that, tried to hide that and keep that from us. But we have a day set aside that we celebrate his birth anyway. And I just, I just believe heaven looks down upon us when we come together to celebrate Jesus' birthday, and they celebrate with us. I believe they do. Hallelujah. If Jesus had never been born, there would be no infilling of the Holy Ghost. In the Old Testament, before Jesus was born, see, they were, the Holy Ghost would come upon certain people. The king, the prophets, would, the Holy Ghost would come upon them and speak to them and through them. But he did not dwell in us. So, celebrating Jesus' birth is a big thing. <laughs> I know we know this, but do we ever just think about it? If Jesus hadn't have been born, there would have been no resurrection. There would have been no salvation for your soul. He had to have been born to be resurrected. Hmm. Hallelujah. It's like we know some th we know things, but we don't really think about them. We just kind of yeah, I know, but it's common. It's common knowledge. Hallelujah. The title of this word today, I usually have a short title. This one's not real short. The title of it is, There is Some Good Stuff in Here. Bible. There's some good stuff in here. So we're going to look at some good stuff. We're not even going to get close to all of it. But we're going to just look at a little bit of good stuff. Matthew chapter 1, verse 23. If 
Pastor Dana has sung my message just about it this morning. Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth his son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. That is good. God with us. The creator of all things is with us. He walks with us. He talks with us. He guards us. He protects us. Emmanuel. God with us. You know, in the natural realm, you can... When a terrestrial body, like an asteroid or something, comes through and strikes the earth and collides with the earth, it disrupts everything on the earth. That's in the natural. The heavenly body, Jesus, came and collided with the earth. And he disrupted everything that the enemy had planned. <laughs> the heavenly body, Jesus, collided with earth and disrupted the devil's plans. <laughs> Hallelujah. God with us. Let's look at Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. Hebrews 13. It says, let your conversations be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. That's some good stuff too. God said, I will never leave thee. I will never forsake thee. In other words, he says, I won't desert you. When things get hard, I will not run off and leave you and let you deal with it on your own. I will not desert you. Forsake means I won't leave you behind. I won't leave you behind. I won't just not run away from you. I won't leave you behind either. If you're going, if I'm going somewhere and you want to go, I will take you with me. He won't leave you behind. Verse 8. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. <laughs> That's some good stuff, Andy. That means I can count on him. Amen. That means that if he said it, but way back, it don't matter how far back, he meant it back then, he means it today. It's still the same. Time does not change the word of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Well, time does not change the word of God. 
It does not change the word of God. Romans chapter 8. And all of this is because of Jesus' birth. The Gospels would not even be written. If Jesus had not been born. They would have still been catching fish. Amen. Romans chapter 8 verse 29. I'll find it in a minute. Romans chapter 8 verse 29. It says, For whom he did foreknow, he also did did predestinate to be conformed into the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Predestinate means that God already had a plan for you to be conformed into the image of Jesus. He had a plan for you to be conformed into the image of Jesus before you were ever born. Verse 30. So moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. When it says he called, that's not a, that's not a just a simple, I call you to everyone. When you look that word called up, it actually means called by name when God called he didn't say I want you he says I want you brother Ernie I want you minister Andy I want you Chris I want you Lynn Ann he called you by name I want you Hannah <laughs> I want you he didn't just give a general call. I want you specifically. He called you. Verse 31 says, What shall we say then to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? If God be for us, who can be against us? That's some good stuff. If God be for us, who can be against us? Hallelujah. Let's go to John, 1 John 4, 4. First John chapter 4. Verse 4. It says, Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Greater is he. When Jesus came, it opened the door, for greater is he to live in me. If Jesus hadn't have come, if Jesus hadn't have been born, there would be no greater is he that's in me. 
He had to be born, for greater is he that's in me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If there was no greater is he that's in me, then I could never walk in victory. But because of that, I can walk in victory. Hallelujah. Because with that greater is he that's in me comes all the power and authority of heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So greater is he that's in me. And that's all because he was born. Isaiah 45, 5. You know, to celebrate the birth of Jesus was a really big thing to the wise men. I know we see all these nativity scenes with Jesus and got Jesus in the manger and all the animals around and the wise men standing there looking at him. That's not accurate. The Bible says they traveled from afar. And according to the word, it, they could have possibly traveled for two years. Two years. Jesus could have been two years old. He wasn't still in the manger. So really, if you're going to set up your nativity scene, you need to set the wise men back over, the, back over there somewhere across the room. <laughs> but the wise men saw the king of kings had been born. They saw the signs in the heavens. They saw the star. And it was important enough to them. They traveled, traveled for two years to come see him. Hallelujah. The king was born, and they knew that the king was born, and they traveled to see him. Isaiah 45, 5 says, I am the Lord, and there is none else. There is no God beside me. Notice it says, there is no Big G God beside me. There is no competition for God's place. All the other gods that people claim are gods, they're always little G gods. There is no God beside me. Then it says, I girded thee, though thou hast not known me. In other words, what they're saying is God has kept me even though I did not know him. He still kept me. He took care of me. He was, he's been holding me up even when I didn't know him. Psalms 3, verse 3. But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter of my head. Jesus is our shield. He's our buckler. He's our protector. And he lives inside of us because he was born. 
upon the earth. Hallelujah. There's always hope because of Jesus. Hallelujah. Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd. The rest of that psalm hinges on that first phrase right there. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. When he's my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures, and he leads me beside still waters. When he's my shepherd, he restores my soul and leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake when he is my shepherd. When I allow him to be my shepherd. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me when I allow him to be my shepherd. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, and my cup runneth over when I allow him to be my shepherd. It all hinges on that first part. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This is what God said to me yesterday when we was up here praying. He said, because you have given up your day to come and celebrate my day, to celebrate me, surely goodness and mercy will follow you in areas you have not seen it in yet. Because you have given up your day. Let's be honest. Most of us would like to have laid up in the bed this morning. Got up and drank our hot chocolate or coffee or whatever and, and sit around and look at the Christmas tree. But he says, because you have given up your day, you've given up your time, surely goodness and mercy shall follow you in areas you haven't seen it in. Hallelujah. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow you. Goodness means favor. Favor shall follow you in areas you haven't seen favor in. Joyful will follow you in areas you haven't seen joy in. It also means wealth. Wealth will follow you in areas you haven't seen wealth in. Mercy. Mercy means kindness. Kindness will follow you in areas where you haven't seen kindness in. You know, in some of your families, some of our families, I'll just throw it 
include my own too. We don't see kindness sometimes, but this says kindness will follow you. Mercy also means favor. Favor again will follow you. Mercy also means reproof. Reproof will follow you. Reproof is a good thing. Reproof means that God, instead of when you get out of line, Him just go ahead and kicking you to the curb. It means He He corrects you. He gives you guidance. He pulls you back and says, no, come on back over here. That's reproof. So surely goodness and mercy will follow you in areas you have not experienced it in. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go to Second Timothy, chapter one, verse seven. So he told you there's some good stuff in here. says for God has not given us the spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind God doesn't give us the spirit of fear he gives us the Holy Spirit of power when it says he gives us it says right there says he gives us power love and a sound mind he's talking about the Holy Ghost He gives us the Holy Ghost of power, which is the complete power of God, lacking nothing. He gives us the Holy Ghost of love. That means you can love people that that you don't want to. Those that, that... don't deserve it you can love them anyway because you have the holy ghost of love <laughs> you know there's there are folks out there that you don't love it's just but you got to love them you got to love them and you have the ability to love the unlovable because of the Holy Ghost. You have the Holy Ghost of love. You also have the Holy Ghost of a sound mind. That means that when the enemy comes in to confuse you, which we're bombarded with stuff all the time that's confusing. The enemy's constantly trying to get a hold of your mind. But when you have the Holy Ghost of a sound mind, you recognize that stuff. You watch a few commercials on TV. 
You could stump your toe, and you know why your big toe is hurting. But if you watch TV long enough, you'll need a drug for it because it's something else. Y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. The Holy Ghost of a sound mind protects you from that kind of stuff. They'll list off a bunch of symptoms, and, and you're bound to have one. But the Holy Ghost of a sound mind will protect you. We need it. We need a sound mind. Hallelujah. We need a sound mind. Let's go to John 14, 6. John chapter 14, verse 6. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. That's made possible because he was born. If he hadn't have been born, he wouldn't have been able to make that statement. But because he was born and went through what he went through and resurrected, he can make that statement, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. And see, that, that is a statement that carries no excuses with it. When he says, I am the way, he didn't say, I could be the way, I am part of the way, I might be the way, I, I'm one of the ways. He just said, I am the way. I'm it. No excuses. Deuteronomy 31, verse 6. All of this is made possible because of Jesus. Deuteronomy 31, verse 6. It says, be strong and of good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, he it is that doth go with thee, and he will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. God will not forsake you. He will go with you. He will not fail you. That's some good stuff. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16. Chapter 3, verse 16. It says, Know ye not that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? The Holy Ghost dwells in us because Jesus was born. If he had never been born, if he had never been born, the Holy Ghost would have never been sent to the earth. 
the Holy Ghost would have never been sent to the earth to dwell in us. We would never be able to walk in power. We would never be able to walk in victory. We would still be sacrificing. We'd still be raising cattle and rams and sheep to sacrifice. But because of Jesus, we don't have to do that. We have the Holy Ghost living inside of us. One more scripture. Luke chapter 1, verse 37. This is where the angel speaking to Mary. He said, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. And then Mary's response. Mary said, behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. Be it unto me according to thy word. That's our part right there. That's what we got to say. When God speaks to us, that's what we got to do. We got to come into agreement with it just like she did and say, be it unto me according to thy word. That one statement right there is a key to victory. That one statement will get you in victory is to come into agreement with what God says. Hallelujah. See, because of Jesus, we have access to all power that he walked in. We have access to all authority that he walked in. That's why we come today to worship him. That's why we come today to honor him. Hallelujah. Thank you again for tuning in with us. If this word ministered to you, please consider sowing a seed to Freedom Ministries at freedomministriescrossit.com. We have made it available to you on the giving page. Thank you again. Go and be blessed in Jesus' name.